We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He wasn't even here to enjoy that segment that we talked about him before. Took the day off. A little secretive day off for Pete. Mm-hmm. Doesn't let anybody know where he's going. Doesn't know. Just, just, just is off. Really? Just, just quiet. Whew. Anybody have an idea where he is today? Educated guess, but uh, no facts. Oh, wait a second. WrestleMania? There was a pay-per-view last night. There was a wrestling pay-per-view last night. SummerSlam. Oh. That's what... There you go. was in Brooklyn. That's... Bingo. Guy took off because he couldn't cut it. Hmm. Had to watch SummerSlam, couldn't get up. Probably went to it. Man, I tell you, that's why it was secretive. Those things end, what, around 10, 11? I don't know. Yeah. You're asking me? Yeah. I'm asking you. <laughs> if, I, if I ever find out when I... And, and you don't participate in the action, so why does it wear you out so much? Is there a lot of heavy drinking going on, I imagine? I uh, don't man. know. Man, now I got to get angry at Pete. Why did that happen? Was that your educated guess, too? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean, I can't confirm that. But I'm just guessing. God loves his wrestling, man. Yeah. You can't take off of work because of a paper wrestling pay-per-view when you're 34 years old. Well, <laughs> apparently you can. Man. <laughs> Pete's villain is Rob Duffy. Are you a wrestling fan, Duffy? Not at all. Not okay. at all. All right, good. What's up, Duff? <laughs> yeah, it looks big. Big Duff in there, man. Duffster. Yeah, the, the Duffster Brian didn't even realize was in there until I said Pete was off. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk a little basketball. Why not? On this Eclipse Day, 2017. <laughs> so Blake Griffin said some interesting things, and I don't know how serious you can take these comments, but he talked about LeBron James and everybody talking about him coming to L.A. Now, mind you, when Blake Griffin was talking about this, he was laughing. He was on podcast with the Sklar brothers. Are you familiar the with who? them? The Sklar brothers. Sklar. S-K-L-A-R? Yes. Sklar. No. They're two comedians. They're twins. Oh, the dudes with the glasses. Yeah. I, I think I, white. Yes, very. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. Sklar. Yep. So, and, and what's the name of their podcast? View from the Cheap Seats. Oh, okay. So he was Sklar on. Brother. It's a big get for the Sklars. That's huge. I think the Sklars have filled in for Jim Rome, have they not? The Sklars? Yeah, I ran their board once. Oh, were they good? They were nice guys. Nice guys, the Sklars? I don't really remember much about the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't? I you just really... remember it. Uh, the line didn't drop, and that's all I really cared about <laughs> okay, at the time, right, yeah, to good. be honest. Good, good for you and the Sklars. <laughs> so, uh, so he was talking about LeBron and the potential of him going to L.A. in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And Blake Griffin said, honestly, I don't see him coming to L.A., period. said, listen, I have no idea, and laughs, so you got to remember that. But he said, I think something is brewing with him and his group of guys. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think something's brewing, and they're going to try to make that work. Now, what he means by that, I can only assume, is the Banana Boat crew, that group of guys. Right. 
whether it's or, him and Wade together, him yeah. and Carmelo, him and Chris Paul, that group of guys is what I would assume. Yeah, or, or maybe he was talking about his representatives, but I'm with you. The first thought was the guys on the banana boat, the guys he has uh, hitched his wagon to previously, and, and Dwayne Wade is at the top of that list. So uh, those guys, unlike any other sport, I believe, they talk and, and hang out with each other. Uh, and, and so the, these inner circles have widened, if you will, because these guys are, it seems like they're always in lockstep on a lot of different things. And, and you really don't see that in other sports. Uh, maybe it's occurring. It's just oblivious to us. But uh, I, I would, I'd lend some credibility to, to his comments. All right. That's part one of his comments. Yes. Do you lend any credibility to these comments? Because this, this is, is the part that you like. Um, well, I'll tell you why I'm. I'm not too thrilled about it. Uh-oh. But here here you go. And this is the if you're sitting down. I could see LeBron going to New York mm-hmm. before L.A. I still think when you go to the Garden, it's a completely different feeling. The energy there seems like there's just a consistent buzz the entire game, even last year, in parentheses, when they suck. It's like every year. When you go play them, it's still there. Yep. All right, now there's a couple of reasons why I don't love this. Because, one, you cannot get Knicks fans excited about this. It's just not fair to the real Knicks fans. And I'm not talking about the people that will show up and get a pretzel and beer and try to impress their buddies or the office guys that just happen to fall into tickets. Yeah, I'm talking about the guy who lives in the suburbs who goes to one game a year because that's what he can afford, that remembers the Knicks being good in the 90s and still has a newspaper clipping in a frame <laughs> of when, you know, uh, Jeff Van Gundy was hanging on to a guy's leg. That's the Nick fan I'm talking about. Not that guy. So that that's the first thing. Like, don't don't mess with okay. that guy. That guy's been through enough already. He doesn't, <laughs> don't he doesn't, tease me, bro. He do, yeah, he, he doesn't <laughs> need the carrot dangling in front of his face. And then also, tell me if I'm totally crazy. And I might even listen to you. If you, I might even change my opinion on this if you tell me I'm totally crazy. Right. My initial reaction to this when I thought about what if LeBron, Dwayne Wade, those two guys came to play with Carmelo Anthony, and I guess Chris Paul now he's probably I mean he's not going to be able to be a part of that unless LeBron ends up going to the to the Rockets. But let's say that LeBron builds this super team in New York for a year or two, okay, and they end up going on to win a championship. There's something about that. To me, that feels wrong. I don't now. I can't be picky. I, I shouldn't be picky because of what that franchise has gone through. However, it wouldn't feel like the Knicks winning a championship. It would feel like LeBron and his buddies winning a championship. Right, There's right. nothing New York Knicks about LeBron exactly. and Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And if Carmelo's still there, that helps a little bit. Yeah. Porzingis is still there. Definitely helps. But they wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. And when now, once again, I'm going to preface it. I shouldn't be picky. Right. By hook or crook, you just want a title. Yeah. You want a championship. So no matter who comes in here, but you do do feel it's, it's cheapened somewhat because you had to go out and get the king. You had to go out and get Dwayne Wade, two guys that brought championships or brought championships to Miami. And, and LeBron has brought one to Cleveland. And so now they 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 – band together again they go to new york to resurrect that franchise but they're not really 
they're not really tied to the community. Not to say they won't do good in the community, but they're not tied to this 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 part of the country. And and so it, do, it does feel different because LeBron and Bosch going to Miami, Dwayne Wade already brought a title there. So he just joined forces with some other cats, you know, and and, and so he was a mainstay there with the Heat. So it, it didn't feel uh, like it would feel here if that was the case. Yeah, I mean, there is something about your guys doing it. And LeBron is just, he's not hes not a Nick. I can't think about right. that. It just doesn't seem right. And Mikey B says in my ear, well, that's what the Warriors did. I mean, I totally disagree with that. But it's not what they Steph did. Steph Curry draft pick. Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson draft pick. Draymond, Draymond Green draft pick. Steve Kerr's first head coaching job, too. By the way, he turned down the Knicks to go take that job. I always think that that's hilarious. I mean, Durant went there, right. sure. One guy. Uh, but but that, that nucleus had already brought a title And there. they already won yeah. with their own guys. Yeah. So it, it's completely, completely different than what happened in, in Golden State. I mean, I never thought I would say that I don't want LeBron James on the Knicks, and I don't think I'm saying that really. <laughs> Yes, but <laughs> but it just I, I don't I, I want you want to do it your way right you, but they can't do it their way so I really don't think he would ever go to the Knicks I don't I mean he's had a history of dealing with an owner he doesn't like and he's gonna go in and and play for James Dolan I just don't, <laughs> I really don't think that he would end up doing that I and, really don't well and, but what Griffin said about the aura of playing in Madison Square Garden is correct it's amazing that he says that still exists. Uh, because that's a place that everyone always, uh, the players, you listen to them, they always talked about playing in, in the Gordon. In the Gordon, <laughs> in the <laughs> Gordon. Gordon. yeah, in the Gordon. Uh, and, and the Garden and the Forum used to be somewhat like that, but nothing was like Madison Square Garden. Uh, that was the mecca uh, of, of basketball. And, and so uh, the fact that Blake Griffin thinks that energy is still, still present, uh, that's newsworthy to me. Well, I don't I really don't disagree with that because there is that still always is a vibe in there. Um and it's I'm, a I was vibe. Yeah, it's it's a vibe okay. dripping down your thigh. Uh but I I don't I am happy to hear that a star player is still saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh because there's there's not a lot about the Knicks that is attractive, so the fact that a young star player it says that that makes me feel good, but I but I do uh I you know, I I do agree with them. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see where the hell this goes, and maybe this is just him blowing smoke. Maybe he has no idea what he's talking about. Maybe he's sitting there with the Sklar brothers, who make him so <laughs> comfortable because they're the Sklar brothers. Because they're the Sklar brothers, and yeah, and and he just all of a sudden is just spewing out everything that's in his head. I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to take it too seriously. How about the Pacers are saying that Magic Johnson and the Lakers? were tampering with Paul George when he was still a member of the Pacers and that they want to, you know, the NBA is going to look into this. So it was allegations filed by the Pacers. So because they were filed, the NBA does have to to look into it. And and I just, on a number of levels, I'm, I don't understand why the Pacers would give a crap at this point. I mean, Paul George seemed to have been set on L.A. when he became a free agent. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens in Oklahoma City. If they turn out to be a tandem for the ages, uh, him and, and Russell Westbrook, and and they end up you know going to the finals or whatever, they take down Golden State. I don't know how the season's going to play out. Right. And maybe he wants to stay there and, and chase a championship. Who knows? But he made it pretty clear. And he's been – I mean, you've heard this from his friends. 
He's basically said, you know, I'm going to be an L.A. Laker. So, I mean, do you really think that, that Magic Johnson, even if he did tamper, helped him change his mind at all? And what do you care now because you right. ended up trading And he goes to Oklahoma. So why are you worried about what the Lakers did or did not do? And how are you going to get to the bottom of this? You think Magic Johnson said, yeah, I tamper with him. I mean, do you have phone logs? You're going to have to go and, and sift through and, and, and pin those on, on, on Magic Johnson? Do you have the... The, the comments that were made, a transcript of, of those phone calls. Is Paul George going to assist in this investigation? So I don't know how you get to the bottom of it. It just it seems as though the, the, the Pacers are still uh, upset that they lost their superstar. You decided to trade him to OKC. You think you got a fair deal? I'm not so sure. But uh, why now go after the Lakers? This thing is done. You've moved on. So why do you feel the need to now – uh, try to pin, if anything, on, on the L.A. Lakers. The guy wanted to go. He had told you that. Yeah, and I don't think that there was anything that anybody could have done to influence that decision. And I think that some people are pointing to a, an appearance that Magic Johnson made on Jimmy Kimmel, where Jimmy Kimmel was trying to talk <laughs> to him about potential free agents. I don't know if you saw this clip. And he just said, I'm going out to everybody. Well, he also said, I'm not allowed to talk to anybody right. because of the rules. And he goes, and then Jimmy Kimmel says to him, well, what if you see Paul George out in somewhere? And he's like, he's like, I would, I would talk to him because we're right, friends. Right. And he goes, and then I'd wink at him. Like, and then everybody laughed on the show, and it's like, okay, that if that, if that is the thing that they're using, then get out of here. But that was circulating around Twitter once this news broke that maybe this is the thing that Magic Johnson had said that they were looking into. And if that if that really is the crux of their argument, the Pacers are the pettiest organization in, in pro sports. <laughs> so so now the, the investigation is going to revolve revolve around whether or not Magic Johnson actually winked at Paul Jones. <laughs> yeah, I did guess you, so. Did you not wink? Which eye did you use? I mean, it's Which a one? joke. Was it a wink, no. wink or was it just a single wink? It's just speculation. Now, maybe they do have something else. I don't know. Maybe they've got some real evidence there. It's just people were speculating on Twitter because I guess people have remembered that appearance from Magic Johnson. But, I mean, seriously. I mean, we're talking about a Jimmy Kimmel appearance. Who knows? I don't know. But the Pacers are going to be bad for a long time. I mean, it's unfortunate. but And that's a team that's just not – I mean, what are they – at least they're in the Eastern Conference. But I, I can't see them doing much of anything for a while. And they were forced into – trading Paul George because of his desires to play elsewhere, and right. I think they made a terrible deal. I, I really think that they, they made a bad deal uh, for Paul George because there were a lot of teams out there that, that wanted him, and I think they could have gotten, gotten more back. Uh, Oladipo, dog, come on. You That's more this. than enough. You love this guy. That's my man. Your love Victor for Oladipo. back to Indiana, and they got more than enough. <laughs> uh, the eye roll. Yeah, yeah, there's the oh, there's the Magic Johnson wink. <laughs> He's winking over here. Love me some Oladipo. Come on, Thunder. <laughs> Coming up next, an Andrew Bogish update. And Hard Knocks is back, and there's something in there that I think Brian's going to be very interested in. Come right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Andrew Bogish, who is the father of two. <laughs> <laughs> what, 37 years old? Yeah, 37. 37, 37 years old. 37 and a half on Friday. Yeah, caught himself puking out of an Uber on Saturday <laughs> night. Don't and tell Gio anything, it's dude. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and
and it's all because he partied too much. He didn't have no. a stomach flu. He no. didn't have food poisoning. Bogish the partier overdid it and vomited out of an Ow! Uber mm. and then mm. cleaned off the outside of the Uber mm. with a wet nap uh-huh, that the yeah. driver provided him. And a bottle of water that I provided. Yeah, he got a bottle of water out of his garage and poured it on the... Well, at least you had the ability to do that, to at least try to clean up your I, mess. I, exactly. Well, good for you because he could hit you with the vomit fee. There is a vomit fee on Uber. I think it's like $200 or good. something ridiculous. Is it really? I mean, I checked just now because I was looking through my email and I saw a thing that said Uber password reset from Saturday night. I don't remember resetting my password before, <laughs> yeah. before requesting the car, which I might, so I, but I also had a text with like a code, so I must have done something to my, my app. <laughs> well, you're a mess, yeah. man. What happened to so you? So I was in there checking to make sure like nothing, nothing, you know, nefarious, nefarious had happened. <laughs> so there's no, there's been no surcharge yet. I feel like it would have been there, but I did a good job of cleaning. I cleaned yeah. off the outside of the car. I cleaned off the step out, you know, the little <laughs> Where the door closes, that a little remnants on it. Oh, gross! Yeah. That's like low point. That's that's rock bottom for Bogish. Is oh my drunken Bogish, like probably stumbling and then pouring water on the Uber, the black Toyota Camry, probably uh, to get his own vomit off of it. Uh, it was yesterday. Was not a good day. There was a lot of shame yesterday. What type of uh, tequila? No, not tequila. Yeah. I had I had uh, a couple of Jack and Cokes, one uh, vodka tonic, and a couple of shots of yeah, God knows what. You're mixing. The That's shots were the problem. Yeah, you're sh- mixing alcohol at this age. Oof. Can't do it. You yeah, gotta, you asking for it, homie. You got to have a plan. But I, that never happens to me. This is very out of character. And you said it was at a it was at a birthday party, it was at a fiftieth birthday party, it, with a, with a bunch of people who party like like nobody's business, yeah. even at you know forty five, fifty, whatever. Mm. Um, and so part of me was embarrassed for not being able to hack it, and then just in general to be sick and have to leave was embarrassing. Coincidentally, I had a fiftieth birthday party as well on Saturday. I was excited about this thing because I really like the guy. He's mm-hmm. fun. His friends are fun. But let me tell you, music changes everything. And the reason why I didn't have a good time at this party, I think, was mainly because someone hooked their iTunes up to the Bluetooth to have the speakers outside and just left it on shuffle. And it became the most eclectically disgusting group of songs in a row that it was throwing (laughs) me off and I couldn't get into it. So I remembered what happened, like the songs that were the stretch where I said, I got to go. All right. So it starts off with. I'm not kidding you. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. All right? This is the song that I... You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Whoa. When skies are happy. Whatever that is. So so I'm like, what? There's a white party. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then it goes from that to Rihanna's Pawn the Replay. You know that song? Like the first song that she came out with. Uh... Upon the replay, turn the music up. Yeah, turn the music up. The original Rihanna song. The original Rihanna song. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm like, all right, good. All right. So I. Okay, rebound. Right. So I'm thinking, okay. So someone heard "You Are My Sunshine," realized that they had to turn it up a notch here, and they got the Rihanna song. Now we're gonna be good, right? No. So after Rihanna, what comes on? Rainy Days and Mondays by the Carpenters. <laughs> okay? Which could be, could be 
the most depressing song. Yeah. Party music. <laughs> yeah. I'll have another one, Barkeep. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So at, at this point, I'm, I'm like, this has got to change. You should have thrown got, up. <laughs> right, I thrown up on an Uber drive. <laughs> so then they go from that to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. Yes, I remember this vividly. I even wrote it down in my phone because this was so ridiculous. Yeah. And it, are, no one played. Yeah. Party? Yes. So this is what someone did. They just had the music on their iTunes. Just let it play. They, Who the hell has the theme song of Fresh Prince on their iTunes? Well, along with You Are My Sunshine yeah. and all this other garbage. Oh, man, that didn't make you want to drink. <laughs> Listen to that. No, I, I mean, I did. It was really hot on Saturday, too. Very humid up here. I know you were down in Florida, but it was, like, really hot and humid. You combine that with like, that terrible music. I was like, I got to go. I got to go. How long I, did you stay? Like two and a half hours. Yeah, oh, that's too long. That's two hours too long. <laughs> hey, we just stopped by to say congratulations to see you. We got another party to go. That's yeah. when you get the lion. Oh, man. It was a family party. Oh, still. And, you know, both my parents are in their early 70s, and they, they were there at this thing. Mm-hmm. And even they were like, what the hell <laughs> is going on? Like, usually you wouldn't think they'd be affected by that. Hey, we're here. We're going to sit down. We'll have some food. We'll go home. You know, that's what we do. And they were like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was It was bad. And I asked the question to the guy. I said, I said, is there something we could do about this? You know, this music? Yeah. He said, I don't know. Someone put on that Bluetooth and that was it. And I was then walked well, away. Well, take like, it off. He had, like, hamburger buns in his hand and, like, you know, went away. And I was just like, all right, I Oh, right? wow. You're not going to do anything about this. I got to go. I mean, yeah. right now I have to take this situation to so my you're own. You're better man than me. <laughs> Just better like, man. Maybe you should have me on as a guest. Hey, right. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Right. Well, yeah. The finished product. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. We will stick around for the crappy music. <laughs> Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. That's a buzz kill. Oh, it was terrible. It oh. Was absolutely terrible. Man. All right. I got something on Hard Knocks. I know you're going to watch it immediately when I tell you who I saw on Hard Knocks. Uh-oh. There's a cameo on Hard Knocks. And boy, you're going to be into it. Uh, but first, Andrew Bogus with the update. I thought you'd already done the update. Yeah, no. no, I haven't. Uh, so these are the things that matter in the NFL preseason. Steelers rookie running back James Conner made his debut in yesterday afternoon. 17-13 victory over the Falcons. Conner, a third-round pick. After beating Hodgkin's lymphoma during college, he ran for 98 yards, but head coach Mike Tomlin prouder of the 20 carries. You know, I thought he represented himself well, particularly from a conditioning standpoint. You can't underscore that element of it. I know <laughs> that as a professional athlete, generally he's in shape, but he hadn't played a lot of football, and to be able to execute um, a large number of snaps that he did was is encouraging. The Steelers also had wide out Martavis Bryant on the field for the first time in 20 months. Bryant working towards full reinstatement from his year-long suspension for a second substance abuse policy violation. The Saints outscored the Chargers 13-7 in Carson, California last night. The only L.A. touchdown came on a pick six. The offense hasn't scored its last 18 preseason possessions. There is one more game tonight. The Browns hosting the Giants at 8 Eastern. Washington tight end Jordan Reed is off the pup list, and Bills wideout Anquan Bolden is retiring. The three-time Pro Bowler says he wants to focus on humanitarian work now. Bolden Joined the Bills just two weeks ago. The Pirates beat the Cardinals 6-3 in the very first Little League Classic played just miles 
from the Little League World Series. The players watched the kids during the day, then the kids were in the stands at night. Josh Bell homered and drove in four for Pittsburgh. Is that cool or stupid? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Watching, I randomly had the Little League game on in the morning yesterday and watching the players in the stands, hanging out with the other kids, watching the game. That looked fun. Uh, and the setting last night was pretty cool, too. I yeah. thought it was cool. I, I turned it on for a little bit, and I, I couldn't decide whether or not I thought it was cool. The interactions uh, prior to the game yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Oh, all right, I'll lean towards cool. Fine. <laughs> you don't just have to lean it. one way or the other. I'm I just, just couldn't decide. It wasn't that strong it, it was, in one was, way or another. I was like, was, I don't know how I feel about this. Is this you stupid? Know, you get or... to rub elbows with the big leaguers. You're a little leaguer. That, that's I'll tell cool. you, if I was a fan of one of those teams and – or a fan of a team that's in a playoff race and that's going on, and I'm like, you focused on the game. I'm probably drive me nuts. Be like, who cares about these stupid kids? Like they'd be showing the kids in the stands. We go we're two and a half games back. Who are you, Nick Saban? Uh, at times, yeah. In the afternoon yesterday, the Jays. You are my sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Come on, keep singing. Come on. My only sunshine. Oh. You make me happy. Oh, thank you. When the little leaguers are playing with the big leaguers. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jays scored twice, top 10 at Wrigley. So the Cubs scored three times in the bottom half. Pitch to Avila. A swing and a line drive, base hit, right field. One run is in. Byers is going to try to score. The throw to the plate. He slides. He scores. He scores. Cubs win. Two-run single, Alex Avila. For a 6-5 win and a three-game sweep, that was Pat Hughes on Cubs Radio. The NBA confirming it is investigating the Lakers for tampering with Paul George when he was still a pacer. Magic Johnson reported focal point possible punishments include losing draft picks, a fine, and restrictions on acquiring George in the future. Meanwhile, a fight brewing between the NBA and the Bucks and the Greek national team over Giannis Atletokumbo. the league and team denying claims no, no, no. they conspired to keep. Giannis Atletokumbo is just a man. Out of Eurobasket later this month, the Greek national team does not accept that Giannis Atletokumbo has a knee injury. Boys. Uh, I forgot how good Tiki's was because <laughs> Giannis Atentacuampo is just a man. Oh, damn, Tiki. He went a Kawampo. <laughs> like he, he started making sounds. He made him African. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. He started clucking. Giannis Atentacuampo. Ooh, Ooh, you got it. You got That's it. authentic right there. He went all designer on it. <laughs> that is authentic. I'm going to get that here. <laughs> Ooh, that's hey, my man, man. You know what's happening to me in the building. Oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. All right. So I finally caught up on Hard Knocks, and I saw somebody on that second episode, and I said, oh, man, Brian's got to turn this on the next day. He is going to love to see this person. And they focused on her for, I don't know, like five or six minutes in the episode. Her? Yeah, her. I almost called you. Her? And I said, you got it. I don't know where you are, but find this on demand. And you better turn it on. All right. Because in all her glory, in full HD, during Hard Knocks training camp with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there was the one, the only. Miko Grimes. Oh, man! You... <laughs> you suck! You just went all Blake Griffin, LeBron's coming to New York, homie. You 
thing. Yeah, sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, she what? was all over it, man. Different side of Miko. Oh. You got to see the, the soft side of Miko. Was it the soft side? Yeah, you did. She only slapped someone once. Yeah, no, she, uh, yeah, she was okay. I don't know. It was just a little snapshot. It almost looked like it was a, like Miko wanted to show the world she wasn't as crazy as she was. Mm. But she said that Brent's just as bad as she is. He's crazy too? Like as far as the trash talking, but he won't do it in public like she does. Oh, so that's why they get along. I thought yeah. opposites were supposed to attract. Yeah, well, mm. they are opposite in the sense that he keeps a lot of the stuff to himself. Mm. Okay. You know? But yeah, Miko Grimes in there. You, boy. <laughs> you are my sunshine, <laughs> my only sunshine. Oh, so creepy. I hope you hear that on a loop. <laughs> Just, that is creepy. Uh, yeah, the very interesting when you see the Roberto Aguayo release. Oh, man. As they show that. Been there, done that. Wow. No yeah. fun when the rabbits got to go. Well, it's a little bit. I mean, this guy's second round pick. You yeah. can't even get through two seasons. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, brutal. So, Nick Folk gets the job mm-hmm. as the Buccaneers kicker, and they Mick brought him. Nick was up here, wasn't he? Yep. Was he with the Jets? Mm-hmm. Long time Jets For a kicker. long time. Yeah. Yep. So, he is, he is now out and then with the Chicago Bears. But it was, I mean, he he handled it really well. I mean, I need. What else can it. you do? Well, That's a tough situation to be. Cry, I suppose. Yeah, you can flip over the desk. Well, he knew oh. he stunk. I mean, that's yeah. what it came down to. He knew that. I mean, he knew that he stunk. And there's a lot of Jameis Winston in this. They really focus on Jameis a lot, as you would imagine, yeah. because he's the most important player in the team. Very interesting. So hard knocks, Miko Grimes. Check it out, will you? God, boy, you sold that. <laughs> I you, did. You, you. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, I gotta yeah, get you yeah. back for that one. Okay. Yeah. All right, coming up next, another protest during the anthem. Protest you. But this one's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Coming right back. Please don't take my sunshine away. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. $1.8 $1.8 million. Wow. Yes. Which is just about the cost of the flight to Vegas. Yes. So. Yeah, exactly. Wow. They were about to eliminate my payment, but Stu. He stepped in. He stepped in and said, but I told him, wait until I hear from you today so that I will know the reason why you rejected such an amount of money. So all you have to do is is give them your credit card number and your bank account information, your social security number, and they'll they'll probably put the funds right through, right? You fill out this, full name, home address, state and country, age, direct number, occupation, all that. I'm going to contact them. Get my money. $1.8 million. It's as easy as that. That's it. What a great email this morning that you got. I'm up now, baby. On Eclipse Day. Mm. My See, last day of work. Yeah, you don't. 1.8, Richard. Come on. Yeah, you don't need to be here anymore. Clips. Stu. That's Good job, Stu. Thank you, Stu. Thank you, dog. My rent's due. Thank you. Good the amount, The amount of people that fall for that stuff is just, <laughs> it's got to be a, at least a significant number because you wouldn't be consistently getting these emails. They'd try something else. Yeah. All right, so we've seen many protests across the NFL. I think that. The viewing public, the NFL viewing public, is more accepting now of this than they were last year when it was just Colin Kaepernick, it seemed like, and then other players did join in. But I don't know if people are tired of it or they finally realized how uh, it's not that harmful 
of a thing, and maybe there's more understanding, or maybe I'm naive to think that. But you know, there's only still vitriol, it seems like, for Colin Kaepernick, and and many others are are, are it's just not as is there's not as much anger that is coming out of fans when they see this. So we saw Khalil Mack and Derek Carr uh, over the weekend, where Khalil Mack was doing his anthem. Pro, or protest during the anthem, and, and David Carr put his arm right. on Khalil Mack, just as Chris Long put his arm on Malcolm Malcolm's. Jenkins uh, in uh, for the Eagles. So let's listen to Derek Carr explaining you know, what uh, what this meant to him. Wanted to obviously we're we're not protesting, you know, we're not doing anything like that. What we wanted to do is show all the kids that look up to me, look up to him, that white kids, black kids, brown kids, blue, green, doesn't matter, can all be loving to each other. And that's what me and Khalil are. Is we're, we're best friends and we love one another. So all the only reason we did that is to unify people and to unify the people that look up to us because obviously we see what's going on in the world and obviously everyone pays attention to the national anthem nowadays. Uh, and so we just said, well, obviously this is the best time to do it while still honoring our country, because I love this country more than anything. So Derek Carr, I applaud him on one hand for getting involved. I do. Mm-hmm. But there is a little bit of, hey, I'm not protesting. <laughs> just so everybody knows, I'm not protesting. Yeah, yeah. Just so everybody knows, I love this country, too. Just just so you know. like, And, and it's one of those things that uh, we're not protesting anything. We just want to show you this. It's almost like, well, the what really is the message what do you have behind it like okay unity i i understand everybody can get behind that but you know let's not forget why others are are, are doing this and let's not run and fro- and hide from the controversy right. yeah uh you know i saw other guys justin Britt and michael bennett there and michael bennett of course is protesting he's standing with the stance that uh, kaepernick has taken and uh you you mentioned malcolm jenkins and and, and chris long and, and and while that's great in with the Charlottesville, what occurred there is the backdrop that Derek Carr uh, wants to show that unity and talk about that unity. That's great, and and he's correct. Uh, we, we should be able, all of us, get along, no matter what our ethnicity, whatever, no matter what our race, creed, any of that stuff. And and so that that's wonderful. But it goes back to a conversation that you and I've had previously, and really came to the forefront last week with Michael Bennett. And 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 I, I saw a, a, a quote someone used from ben, Benjamin Franklin, and it talked about how uh, until those who are not affected are as outraged as those who are affected, uh, we won't get past this. So that's what has to occur. I think you're, you're seeing something of that sort with Britt and, and Bennett there in Seattle, and of course Chris Long and, and Malcolm Jenkins, uh, and, and so that's when we really. Uh, make some 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 headway uh, with this situation, and, and you saw it during the civil rights movement. You saw it in Charlottesville. Those who were protesting the bigots, those who were protesting the terrorist thugs, they were from all walks of life. They were all different colors, and that's what it's going to take for this country to move forward in this particular, or as far as dealing with this particular issue. Yeah, and, and I don't want to seem like I'm criticizing Derek Carr. I'm not. He's actually one of my favorite young players in the league. I, I love watching the guy. I was devastated when I saw him get hurt at the end of the year because I really thought that they had a shot to make some no- mm-hmm. noise in the postseason, even though the Patriots were there. Um, but I, I just it, it goes back to the what are you afraid of thing that I flipped out on last week, 
where at least he didn't stay quiet or just do the the most minimum thing in the world mm-hmm. or, or run and hide from it. Uh, but I just it's there's still so much fear yeah. in expressing yourself mm-hmm. these days for the people that are on the right side of things because right. of whatever they could be afraid of uh, endorsement deals fan backlash backlash from the owner and that's the type of stuff that's going to get us nowhere is like the uh, just so you know i'm not protesting anything because yeah. I, I love the country i love this yeah. i love that just back, back off but you can criticize your country i love my country too i love it we've stated that many many times but you can criticize your country our country has not been perfect. It will never be perfect. It has had its missteps. Trust me. We can protest and criticize certain aspects of our country. That does not mean we don't love it. When you discipline your child, does that mean you don't love your child? No. You still love that child. That child has just did something that it shouldn't have done. It was moving in the wrong direction. Our country has done that at different times. Nothing wrong with protesting your country. And you don't have, if you disagree with the protest or the criticism, you don't then have to deflect by saying, oh, you're disrespecting the troops. No, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting the troops. I'm actually exercising my right because those troops went and fought for me to have the ability to criticize and protest. And I'm still not going to feel great about how all this went down in the NFL until I see Colin Kaepernick get a job. I'm happy to see that other people are supporting the players who are currently employed and they are, uh, you have the white players getting involved, we mentioned with Chris Long and Derek Carr, which is something Michael Bennett called for, and we've seen that. I'm happy to see that there's far less backlash against the players that are doing it now, whether it be Marshawn Lynch, Michael Bennett, Malcolm Jenkins, Khalil Mack, whomever. Uh, But I still believe, and strongly believe, that it's because of what Colin Kaepernick did last year that right. doesn't have and, a job. So I'm not going to feel good about where the NFL stands on this until I see that. And they need to quit hiding. These owners need to quit hiding and deflecting and, and just come out and say, well, we don't agree with what he's protesting because essentially that's what you're saying by not hiring the young man. And then those who say, well, find another way to protest. Well, where, what's better than the platform you have as a player? Everyone's congregating to, to see that one event. There's a reason why we do the national anthem. When we do it at sporting events, because you have a large contingency, that's when you can showcase your, your patriotism or your loyalty and love for the flag because you have so many people that have amassed at that particular event. Well, what better place to, to protest and show uh, or display your criticism against something that's going on in our society? So, so until you have something better, a better place to protest. Anquan Bolden, he talked about the reason he's hanging it up after 14 years. He could still play, but he's done stuff outside of the game, but I don't hear us talking about it. He's gone to Congress and talked about uh, losing a loved one uh, to police violence, but we're not discussing that. So he's protested in a different manner, but are we discussing it on the radio waves? No, we're not. But Colin Kaepernick took this stance. We're, we're, We're discussing it because of when he did it and how he did it. Did you see about 80 officers yesterday, members of the NYPD, that held a rally in support of Colin Kaepernick yesterday by the Brooklyn Bridge? It was yeah, roughly 80 officers, and they had T-shirts. One wore a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Others had T-shirts that said, I'm with Cap. So Sweet. Uh, officers from all five boroughs and... With the with those shirts, so they they stood up. So and, does that mean they now hate the troops? They hate 
other police officers? No, they don't. The new police chief here in New York, when he took the job, he came out and issued an apology for the behavior of certain officers, not all, certain officers within the force who had gone about their job in in a a manner that's not befitting a police officer. So does that mean he now is the scourge of all police officers? shouldn't. There are bad apples amongst us in every industry. Here at CBS Sports Radio, there in the police uh, precinct, wherever, there are bad apples. So how about we come to agreement? I will point out the bad apples I come in contact with and those who who have sworn... Uh, an oath to protect and serve us. How about you point out the bad apples that exist where you work? How about that? On both sides, we we agree to point them out. Yeah, and I also think that the relationship between the the community and the police officers is something that continues to have to be worked on because I also think that there's good people that get wrapped up in certain moments and end up doing things on, on both sides that they probably, that aren't them because of the tensions. I mean, I do think that that happens, yeah. too. I mean, I don't think that, that everybody involved in these things is, is, a, is a horrible person. There's sometimes there are. But I also think that because of the the atmosphere that has, that has been created over many, many years with the disdain that you have from the community, the officers, and likewise, the officers of the community, I mean, that really, really is the thing that's got to change. There right. has to be some communication. And people have to put the pride aside. They have to put history aside. And forget about some of the things, as hard as that is. Maybe not forget, but, you know, accept what the past was and also try to focus on the future and changing it and sit down and have some communication. You know, whether there's a point person for the community, a point person with the police officer, make sure that we have the conversation here so that there's trust that starts to develop. Because with no trust, this will continue. Right, because Barkley said this, and he's correct. And a lot of people said, we want the police in our communities. We want them there to protect us. They are needed. and But, but we want the good ones. We don't want the bad ones. We don't want those who just use their power to, to continue to display hate towards a certain ethnicity or a certain race. We want you. We understand your job is difficult, but you signed up for this difficult, difficult task. No one forced you to be a police officer. No one forced me to work at CBS Sports Radio. We decided we were worthy of it, and we got the job. So we want you in those communities, but, yes, we need to continue to build upon those relationships. David Deal, former offensive lineman in the NFL, former New York Giant, is going to join us in studio because he's now one of us. A member of CBS Sports. Coming right back. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 